0: Well, our moms think we're funny. Trigger warning. The comic we're reviewing says a really bad word at this point in the review. If you can't take it, then plug your ears for like the first minute or so.
1: Um, <laughs> and do you want to read
0: the next time of the dialogue? Or? Hell
1: no. <laughs> really? Yeah, fine, I I'm guess i
0: I'm already going to get cancelled <laughs> on Twitter as it is. The last thing I need is this. Fine okay spoiler warning um, <laughs> Tr- trigger warning and every other kind of warning it's imaginable. spoiler
1: warning <laughs> uh, so the guy goes we're exactly alike you and me I'm only doing uh, I'm only doing what you do I'm only killing niggers <laughs> in a panel that's all black with, with, those, with, with those words in white letter on it and his shadow hug goes
0: what <laughs> <"Niggers."> <laughs> get the fuck out of here no I cannot <laughs>
1: Because I'm serious. (laughs) 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 But but don't you think that they're people too? (laughs) No, (laughs) it's just niggas. (laughs) What? Shut the fuck up. No, I can't. I don't even need it. <laughs> What's so hard about pronouncing My name is Shadowhawk. Just <laughs> Shadowhawk. <laughs> uh, so that's how it's like. And then we we have like a panel devoted for each word that he says. As Shadowhawk slowly takes off his mask, and he goes, "You ignorant, racist, fool!" And he takes off his mask, and it reveals that. Hold on. I gotta turn the book sideways. Oh, no, wait, no, I gotta turn the book sideways and I gotta flip it up because it's a, it's a, it's a triple page, like fold out spread. And he goes, he goes, Oh, sorry. <laughs> I remember, I remember looking at this and talking yeah, about it yeah. because as you flip the book up, it's supposed to be like a, like a slow reveal. So as you flip the book up, you read the, the word balloons from the bottom up. So he goes, you mean like me. And we realized that oh my god shadowhawk is ugly as shit <laughs> i mean oh my god shadowhawk is black.
0: oh
1: my god this is and you, i have you i have to take a moment here uh, sidebar Hey, everyone, this is Turk182 from Corrover Entertainment and our mom's secret funny. I just want to take a minute to apologize for some things that I said in a previous podcast episode. Uh, a and I thought it was all in fun and um, and, you know, we were having a good time when we, you know, when we said it. But now we realize that what we said was completely inappropriate, out of place, and it, it just wasn't true. Model By Day was not the most 90 things I've ever seen. It was Shadowhawk 2, number two. <laughs> so I do apologize to Model By Day, uh, a.k.a. Uh, was it Lady X? Lady, Lady X. Lady X. And to Famke Jansen. Uh, <laughs> if, if you... Uh, please, um, if you still have the... The trophy that we sent you, unfortunately, we are going to have to take that back. Please send that back to us. Um, uh, yeah, La La Land did not win. Um, he, he, the card was right. Uh, I'm sorry. The card was not right. It's not Marissa Tomei. Um, that trophy actually belongs to Shadowhawk 2, number two. Uh, thank you sincerely, the management. <laughs> Whew. <laughs> this is all kinds of what the fuck. This is whack. <laughs> Y'all,
0: this is whack.
1: I can't even look at the page. It. Just, uh, so, I, and I, I want to stop here again and just be like, I get what Jim Valentino was trying to do. I really do. And I think that if he had to do it all over again now, it would be a completely different story. And I think that the message would be conveyed in a way that was not as comical and and not as, like, I guess. I don't think he meant for it to be comical. I know. I, know I, I don't think he did. But I think it was the time. It yeah. was the time. And, of course, you had, like, every major thing that was comic book related. Batman got his back broken. Superman died. um, You know, comic books are going under. Uh, what uh I forget whatever else happened. And, and, you know, all that kind of stuff is like. The, this was just one of the things that was out there was like, it was going to get some kind of attention. And it was meant to get attention because I'm addressing a serious issue, mm-hmm. but in such a 90s way.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That I think it, at the time it was like,
0: whoa. But what makes me sad though is that like he finished this and he looked at the spread of pages hanging up on his wall and he was like, I really said something with this book. It's like, oh, Jim. <laughs> lamb <laughs> <laughs> darling you you poor poor man
1: <laughs> I, I i really kind of wonder how many people read this and like I, so i'm actually gonna um I'm actually gonna stop for a minute. Uh, I, I might actually need to close that page, because I really can't look at that because <laughs> it's. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to be serious. Here. I, I, I'm, I'm doing. I've got a job to do, man. I'm doing a podcast here. So, <laughs> but in that, that, whenever I look at that, I'm just like, "You mean?" And here's the thing: the way you read it up, I almost yeah. feel like you should be. You mean oh. like four separate word balloons starting yeah, at the bottom, yeah. set up like you mean, and the one, and Ooh. then like,
0: and then me. Like, they, I think they could have fixed that by having the fold-out on the left side, but it's really hard to say. Making it a three-page spread is tough. And the thing is, like, yeah, the way they did it is you don't see that Shadowhawk is black until you fold out the poster all the way. But it messes up the flow of the word balloons, because as it stands with this three-page spread, anytime you're looking at a comic page, you're going to be reading from top to bottom, left to right. Mm-hmm. We're, we're English readers, that's just what happens. And so, your eye wants to read me first. Cause that's what's at the top of the page. Right, cause, cause I know you want me to open it
1: up, like, in a particular way, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna open it up, like, I'm gonna read it, i open it all up and then
0: read it, like you said, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. read it the way it's supposed, it's the way it's set up there. So even though the intention is for it to be, you mean, like, me, instead, what you see is like, oh, he's black. Me? Like, you mean. <laughs> me? Like, you mean, what? <laughs> <laughs>
1: So it's um, who that rain?
0: <laughs>
1: it's uh, so we're man, just gonna oh
0: man oh man I'm Just gonna put this away here.
1: <laughs> okay, so it. Just gonna. Uh, so if, if, you, if you don't mind, I'm actually <laughs> gonna read a little bit. Um, and this I I remember kind of hearing a little bit about this, but not. I didn't really follow it because I was kind of like stepping out of comics for a while. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, But it says here, Paul Johnstone grew up as a troubled youth in Harlem. He avoided a life of crime due in part to the encouragement of a man named Richard Woodrow, who was originally assigned as a caseworker to Paul when he was caught stealing and eventually married his mother, becoming his stepfather. <laughs> we kind of know what his plan was all along. <laughs> eventually, Paul became a lawyer and beyond that, a district attorney. While his life was going so well, his half-brother... Sorry. while his life was going so well his half-brother hojo had taken his success in college moved to i'm sorry what does that say you call me
0: uh hojo had taken his success in college moved to wall street and developed a coke and crack addiction
1: (laughs) but it does say his name is hojo right yeah
0: okay all right it's
1: hojo i like how they put coke and whoever typed this up on Wikipedia, he capitalized Coke. <laughs> yes, as if he was like, he's like, you're drinking too much soda. Leave me alone. I can quit anytime I want to. <laughs> I switched to new Coke. There are you happy. I switched to Coke Zero. It's got less cocaine in it.
0: Like, goes up to his dealer. He's like, hey man, I just really, I really need to fix. I really need to fix. He's like, oh, sorry. I'm all out of Coke today. How about some Pepsi? <laughs> Dr. Pepper okay?
1: No, it's not okay. You're a dick for Dr. Pepper.
0: <laughs> 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 so coke and crack
1: addiction. I mean, it, it, coke and crack, I mean, yeah, I know they're not the same, but technically they're the same. But anyway, um, using Hojo, some gangsters tried to leverage Paul into letting their their men off. Uh, but Paul refused. Soon after, he ended up to target him in assault intended to serve as an example to others who got in the way of these mobsters. This incident culminated in his attackers injecting him with HIV-infected blood. All right. So it's, it's one thing to, to be injected with HIV infected blood, to be infected with the HIV virus, um, to end up somehow HIV positive. But for me as a mobster to be like, we'll get him, find me somebody who's HIV positive and get their blood. He goes, we're going to show that no good ninja what's what. <laughs> Hey, but boss, how do we know he doesn't already have HIV? Give him another shot, you know, they could actually cancel it out. <laughs> we could actually be curing him. Yeah, Two, what do you call negatives makes water positive? <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. hey, shut up. You're not called the wise guy because you're smart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after the encounter, John Stone, who was left uncertain regarding whether he had been infected or not, as you know, they didn't have blood tests back then to figure that out. Um... And I, I, did they, did they tell him that? Did they tell him? It's like, guess what? <laughs> like, they beat him up and injected him and they left him like in a hotel room. <laughs> he woke up the next day and was like, huh, what's going on? And he went and he looked in the mirror and it's like, <laughs> welcome to the world. <laughs> it's like, no, you mobsters. I thought you were just going to take my thumbs. <laughs> Again, I get what he was trying to do, right? He was trying to bring light to some serious social issues, right? Yeah. Like, you know, racism, you know, like people that are like HIV infected and all that kind of stuff. But again, it was the nineties, man. And I really don't think you could, you, you could get around it. Like it was it. that's just kind of, that's just, that's it. That's just it. That's all I can say. So anyway, so John Stone was left uncertain whether or not he'd been infected. The attack had been made public. And word of his possible infection spread through his workplace, making it a very inhospitable environment to be in. He's like, oh, there's that guy that allowed himself to be beaten up and injected with AIDS. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, I know, right? How come he just couldn't have unprotected under- sex like the rest of us? You make me sick. He's like, at least when I got AIDS, I enjoyed it, damn it. He's <laughs> like... It's like, were you at least? I'm here for
0: a good time, not a long time.
1: Were you at least like sharing needles? Like, no, this was completely accidental. You should be fired. (laughs) Philadelphia.
0: (laughs) Oh, the water went right up my nose.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Yes, I timed that perfectly. You're fired because you've got A's.
0: <laughs> Philadelphia. <laughs>
1: it's Andrew's longtime companion, Miguel. <laughs> I love when he turns into the plane and the kids look at each other like, what the
0: fuck? <laughs> <laughs> look so confused. <laughs> oh, shit. Philadelphia. <laughs> Okay, so... Wait, how long have we been going, by the way? um, This is crazy. An hour and 16 minutes. Holy shit. Wait. (laughs) An hour and 10 minutes. An hour and 10 minutes. (laughs) Uh, We
1: we might have to break this into two episodes.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm down. Um, Because we're not done. No, we're not (laughs) done. There's still a bit left here. Um, So... um, Not not a ton, but there's enough. Yeah. Okay, so... uh,
1: (laughs) Tensions between Johnstone and one of his co-workers led to an altercation between the two men, which landed Johnstone out of a job and in jail. Really? We're going to get into a fight? Are you going to punch me? Are you, you going to punch me? I don't think you are. <laughs> no, go ahead. Take a free shot. I don't mind. I'll tell you what. I'll let you punch me as much as you want. I won't
0: even hit your back. How's that? <laughs> it's like... A- like, I'll bite my own lip motherfucker yes.
1: <laughs> oh what's the matter you chicken chip 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 chip, chip. <laughs> little chicken chip 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 <laughs> alright so after he was released <laughs> Paul received medical confirmation that he was HIV so again you don't even know for you you haven't even gone to the doctor to get the test oh okay um and which the doctor to some mobsters
0: <laughs> infested me with
1: something <laughs> I don't know what it is <laughs> You've got H4. I'm sorry. I've been practicing my Roman numerals all day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. Yes. (laughs) All right. So, uh, while walking the streets to clear his head, he was threatened by a group of young gang members. He went berserk and attacked them, leading to his brutal mugging and returned to the hospital. Uh, Okay. So, um, during this time, he resolved that he would use the rest of his time to dispense justice to the individual who preyed on innocent victims. One of his friends, a cop named Christina Reed, who had been kicked off the force that day for use of excessive force. Uh, oh, what? Police you, brutality? Uh, yeah, um... Yeah, I, I'm kind of thinking that lawyer with the with the brutal cop friend there. That um, <laughs> Maybe you weren't the nice guy they think you are. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Anyway... <clears throat> He was also in the hospital. She was also in the hospital and came to visit him. She informed Paul that she and a man named Carlton's son had de- been developing an exoskeleton suit of armor that could help aid him in accomplishing this task. So she is a cop um, that uses excessive force. She's a little bit brutal. And she's been working with a guy on you know, making an exoskeleton suit, I guess, for vigilante purposes. I guess so. So, so beating shit at people as a cop wasn't enough. She also wanted to go out after her shift and beat shit on some more in a power suit. So it's
0: important to love your work. Mm -hmm.
1: At least that explains now why he's able to, um, like break people's backs like that. Except for when I'm looking at this, his suit there, the mask is cloth, the legs look like cloth. Mm -hmm. Like, so where's the exoskeleton power coming in to allow him to do certain things? Like, okay, if I see the glass, the, the um the gauntlet there, has got a piece that goes up to the uh to the uh from the wrist of the forearm. Yeah, yeah. But that has to connect to another part of the arm that I don't think that we see in anything else. So uh, yeah, it looks kind of standalone. Yeah, so I'm not quite sure where he gets the power to do that. But I mean, I don't know. I didn't make the suit, right? <clears throat> um, I mean, unless
0: I mean maybe it's like nano shit or something. I don't know. All
1: right. Um, Johnstone decided to don the armor, christening himself Shadowhawk. After his favorite superhero. Um, so Shadowhawk. <laughs> yeah. A name that would eventually lure out the psychotic and racist villain Hawk Shadow. Who believed he was the one entitled to bear the mantle of Shadowhawk. Um, that's not what he believed according to the book we're reading right now. He was like, hey, I'm doing what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay. <clears throat> um, and was taught how to fight effectively with the help of Christine. Promising to take back the knight. Uh, oh, sorry. Okay. Let me, uh, let me start all over again. After his favorite, after his favorite superhero, um, and was taught how to fight effectively with the help of Christine. So that's, just kind of way, it works words when it, it deviates into Hawk shadow there. Right, right. Um, promising to, quote, take back the night. Johnston also kept the pills needed to slow his reaction to his HIV infection in small pouches on his belt so he could take them as he needed. So that's a thing, apparently. Okay. Okay. You know, cause other people I've known, uh, known of that have had that, they have like, you know, basically a cocktail of pills that they have to take. Like, yeah, I've got to take these 20 pills right. first thing in the morning. And then every hour I have to take 15 more. And, and it's like, oh, okay. Um, but uh, early on, hawk's actions uh, against criminals were brutal. He would catch violent criminals in the act and break their spines leaving to be discovered by police with no indication that he had attacked them so other than hearsay from criminals.
0: So he's HIV positive at this point in the book, right? Yeah, um, so he started out as HIV positive criminal. He's bleeding quite a bit here, I by the that's way. That's what I was going to point out. Is that, <laughs> is the racist Joe here is in for a pretty rude awakening once he winds up in prison.
1: <laughs> that nigga gave me AIDS! <laughs> Here's that uppity ninja who gave me AIDS! <laughs> Well, son, did you expect anything else from him? <laughs> I guess not, Paul. Uh, all right, um, wow, so...
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Alright, well... Um, there's nothing funny about this. <laughs> what am I laughing for? <laughs> uh, God, I feel like we should have gone into this drunk... <laughs>
1: uh it says here Shadowhawk would later become a member of the superhero group Brigade. Okay, because that would be like the Avengers welcoming on the Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> And like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna create like a, like a superhero. His name is gonna be alt right because he cuts a left hand of all, of all the bad guys he meets. And then <laughs> they're like, we like your style. Come join us. <laughs> 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 like, um, I don't really think that's what you want to happen. Um, okay. So yeah, yeah that's th- this, this. Book is cuckoo for cocoa puffs. See, the
0: '90s was a time when you could just have a villain, and his name would just be like Marxism. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only here to kill the bourgeois.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: that's bourgeoisie. Oh, the bourgeoisie! I don't know. <laughs> Well, I was—that's why I was kind of whispering it to you, so you can edit out later. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll own into it. No, I've, I've never heard the word said out loud. Well, so. I, I've only—I've I heard it before I ever
1: ah, read it. So I've—I've
0: yeah, I've done nothing but read it my entire life. So no, that's fine. That's like—I'll lean into this mistake.
1: Like the, <laughs> like, the like the word uh, uh, maniacal. If, if you've only heard it and you've never read it, when the first time I read, it I was like maniacal, maniacal, like, oh, maniacal. <laughs> In my first like, it's maniacal. <laughs>
0: it's uh, we've talked about this on other podcast episodes. It's the reader's dilemma if all you do is read a word and you never hear it said out loud. And it's yeah, like, how the hell do I say that? Uh, wow, wow looks that's like a great game. I was gonna say, it's like <laughs> the shittiest video game I've ever seen. <laughs> it looks like Atari level shit. <laughs> the are just walking.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so. So, uh, this, this book is just so 90s. It's. It is. I, 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 I will say that I appreciate what he was trying to do. Um, and, and I also there, there were very few books at the time that were doing something like this. Mm-hmm. Peter David did some of the stuff within the Hulk. Um, he had a really, a really interesting issue of, uh, of Hulk where, what was the guy's name? Speed Freak, I think. Or something like that. It and sounds
0: familiar, yeah.
1: He, uh, like one of uh, one of Hulk's old uh, sidekicks. Um, I can't think of the guy's name right now. But he was a black guy. He, this was like I guess after Rick Jones left, this guy had come in. It was a Hulk sidekick, and then like he goes to see Hulk, and he's telling him basically that you know he's got AIDS, and uh, and they're like, wow, And he's like, yeah, yeah, and I forget what else is going on, but anyway, this guy goes and he attacks, and he's like fighting the Hulk and slicing him up. And the guy's and the uh, the former sidekick is like, you know, you know, hey, leave Hulk alone. Or something like that. they're like, get off of him. And the guy's got these blades on that comes out from his forearms, but they, they're they still like almost like sword blades that come out. Right. And um and he swings and um and like he cuts he cuts the guy, and I think Rick Jones tried to get involved, and uh, he swings at him and like cuts like the the uh, palms of Rick Jones' hands. Yeah. And... And then, like, Hulk kind of dispatches with him, but, like, his former psychic's laying on the ground, and he's bleeding. And, like, you know, they get help, and Rick goes over to help him. And then he's, like, looks. He's, like, his hands are bleeding, and this guy's bleeding. And he's, like, I can't do anything. And Hulk's, like, it's not going to bother me, you know? And he, like, you know, takes him to the hospital. So, I mean, there were other people that are doing things like this, and that's the one I really recall. And there were some other things like that, like... uh, I think I've told you about the, the Crazy Eight story, which is still one of my mm-hmm. favorite Hulk issues of yeah. all time, hands down. Yeah. Um, but not very many. We're really kind of tackling this, so I do appreciate that he was putting himself out there and be like, "I'm going to address this," and you know, in some way, and you know, and, and try to reach as big audience as possible, right? You know, right. with a superhero comic book as opposed to doing like a you know, just like a, a one off special comic book that probably would get like some some really he- heavy indie praise but mm-hmm. it's not gonna reach the the audience you want yeah yeah I I, I do appreciate all of that but it's just like when you're looking at it especially now it's it, it comes across as so flat yeah it's
0: yeah
1: and I, I, I want to say one other thing too remember how in the credits there was this whole thing about the uh, the background artist yeah
0: he had an easy couple pages yeah <laughs> 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 hey wait, like, wait, and you're gonna pay me to do this, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, a page rate, you say? I get paid by the page? Okay. Um but yeah, so I guess we gotta finish summarizing this. Yes. yes. Oh lord. Uh so Shadow Hawk calls him a rotten son of a and he kicks him as he's putting his helmet on simultaneously, which somehow still like covers up his entire face.
1: Right. Because he doesn't put, like, in some scenes where it looks like here, like, like his mask is on and it's, and he gets ripped when he gets, when he fights. Yeah, it gets cut right here. But then here, it doesn't look the mask is on at all. So he, he, he's got a helmet on, he's got a mask over that. He takes the mask off, helmet off, and the mask reveals himself, and then it just shows him just putting just the helmet back on. Yeah. Um, which, you know, just like in a movie, whatever, I don't have to show every single page, but that's a pretty significant thing for you to take since you only have, like, one hand. Um, you got the helmet in one, you got the mask in the other. You're gonna have to to put the mask back on, you're gonna have to use two hands to do that. Yeah. So I mean, like I said, that's that's leaving you vulnerable when you've got this guy here that's obviously has a thing against Darkies. Um and so that that's that's a panel I need to see.
0: Yeah, um, and um we have uh, an awkwardly placed Oxford comma here.
1: He gets a fuck about an Oxford comma.
0: I've been fighting scum like you, comma, all my life. <laughs> I guess it's not really an Oxford comma, but it's just an awkwardly placed comma. It's a song by Vampire Weekend called Oxford Comma. Huh. Have you
1: heard it? No. Nah. It's, it's a really it's, it's a really good song. I don't really know much of their stuff, but I do know that song, and I really like
0: that song. Um, so, oh, oh, and, oh, yeah, there's an incons- inconsistent spelling of Darkie here. Yes. So uh, <laughs> so
1: then uh, Shadow's Hog goes, Wrong, Darkie! It's spelled I E. Where before it was spelled the Y. So I don't know if he was pronouncing it differently. Um, <laughs> if he was using like the northern version of Dark e, or he Was before using the southern version. Um, I don't know. Maybe he's just like the old English version. And he goes, "We've been fighting you," and he hits him, and then uh, he goes, fighting to keep our country from becoming a third world nation."
0: And then he slices Shadow Hawk's face open. Yes. Keeping in mind that this man has AIDS. <laughs> right. And also, this guy has huge
1: blades. So, if he had cut him like that with that, you would have just, you know, you would have just sliced his cheek full
0: open. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: you know, I'm talking into the Fight Club novel open.
0: Like like comedian kind of thing. Yeah, like we're talking like jack-o'-lantern jaw. So, this fucker's infected now. <laughs> yeah,
1: because that blood's going everywhere. Not to mention the spooge rain is coming down. It's like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Doctor, doctor, is blood? You seeming normal? <laughs> 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 I'm not. I can't even say
1: anything. Uh, so then, Shadowhawks like your country, your country, your country, and he goes, "This is Spider, my country too." And he's just like pounding the guy, just beating him, of course, with his own little claw things and like slamming him, elbowing him, and um, and punching him and stuff, and then.
0: Well, both of them just have their blood freely mingling with each
1: other. Yes. And then this this woman comes out with Madonna gloves on and she's like, "Stop it, Paul, he's already dead." <laughs> <laughs> oh, she she and she says, "Stop it, Paul, before you kill him." And uh I guess now we got to fold the book back up so we can Oh, by the way, because of the fold out to do the real big reveal, the next page is the as the top part of the fold out. So it's three pages long and it it's, it's actually weirdly done because the very first panel goes from top to bottom, but then you read across the top, Mm -hmm. come back to the top to bottom panel, but you don't read that. You already read it and then start reading along the bottom panel.
0: Yeah. It's i I'm not, I'm not keen on it. The layout is not very good there. So then it's the, the rain spooge is so thick that you can't even really see anything.
1: And we cut to a couple panels, or well, this panel is very SimCity-ish again, too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I want to kill him. So all he deserves. And then her Madonna gloves are gone.
0: Um, It'll make me feel better. Maybe so, but his death won't change anything. Is that what our mission has become? Personal vengeance? Hey, isn't that what it always was, Brutal Cop? No, because he his, he said at the start that he does it for justice. Yeah,
1: but she was a brutal cop that was like kicked off for That like, Good thing I was working this exosuit to go out there
0: and. <laughs> and now she just calls him by his first name, even though this man is clearly not dead. And she's already said that he may be unconscious, but she doesn't know that yeah. she doesn't check to be like, Hey, yo, you sleeping? And then she just calls him Paul.
1: <laughs> and I'm wondering, did she, um, I don't know how they found me. There's a tracker in the suit. Um, come on, Paul. Let's get in the truck and go. This is supposed to be making this is supposed to be about making a difference. If you kill him in cold blood, then you're no different than he is. Just one more murderer. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was gonna say I, I kinda <laughs> see there's a difference here, you know. I, I may be angry, I may hate him, but I'm not killing him out of hatred. Yeah. <laughs> Big difference there. Are we are both murderers? Yes, but you know, if I kill somebody in self defense, I'd still be a murderer, but
0: completely different. <laughs> So uh, that last panel, man, <laughs> the rain. Yeah. Really wish they'd talked to somebody about the rain. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, the, there was an editor on this book. There was an art director on this book. Couldn't they have been like, hold on, what was her name? <laughs> Couldn't they have been like, hey, Diane, uh, we're, we're thinking viscous white for the rain. Does that seem okay to you? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sure, yep. <laughs> it's
1: like, yeah, this should be fine. I think what happened was they they probably like ran out and they were like, well, we got a shit ton of white out here. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> like the new pins won't be until next week. The book has to be at the printer by Friday. <laughs> I got an idea, guys. I got a shit ton of white out here. Just hear me out.
0: I'd love to see the script for this book. <laughs> the rain is coming down. Just thick ropes of it. <laughs>
1: And you know, generally in, in a story when it's raining like, a story like this when it's raining, the rain is supposed to be meant as a, as a redemption thing. The rain is supposed to wash away mm-hmm. your sins and your troubles. And you know, it's, it's, it's supposed to be like, take for example, uh, uh, what's that, that movie that everybody likes that I've never watched because I don't plan on doing it. Um, Rush, a Shawshank redemption. Oh, yeah. So he comes out of it and in the end he comes out there and he's sitting there and he's in the rain and the rain is washing it away. It's, he's Mm -hmm. being reborn. That's what the rain's supposed to do. Yeah. In this case, it's, it's not a rebirth at all. It's just a mood
0: piece. Yeah. Like even, even Dark Knight Returns, Batman says, the rain on my chest is a baptism of being born again.
1: Yeah. And and this is just, uh, it's like a emo superhero book.
0: So, he agrees to go with her. They clearly aren't arresting the dude or anything. Oh, no, here we go. Uh, Carl's not good. He just can't seem to heal. Then, uh... I don't think he's gonna make it. (laughs) Then another cop shows up, and he's like, Mother of Pearl! He looks pretty busted up. See if he's
1: alive. Yep, we got a pulse. Better call for an ambulance. Yes, that's correct. No, sir. Uh, doesn't look like his back is broken. So, um you just assume that like, when you haven't described anything about who this guy is, that you found this laying there or that he's in like some kind of superhero like costume. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, just like, well, we found the guy. He's been beat up pretty bad. No, his back's not broken, but he <laughs> is wearing superhero costume. But okay. That none of that speaks Could, Couldn't possibly. But now we got to turn the book side with uh, <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> um, and so the city can breathe. That's oh, right. Now we cut to like a news report. Um, and so the city can breathe a little easier this soggy night as the police have arrested the serial killer known as the Hawk, you know, called Hawk's Shadow. Um, how do you know that that's him? Maybe I just wanted to kill a bum and put him in that costume. I mean, you don't know that, that he's the one that did it. Uh, okay. But, um, Captain Frakes, do you have any comments? Only one, Jamie. I'd like to send a message to Shadowhawk. You're next. Um, so, uh. I have a problem here before we go any further, because we're actually pretty much at the end. Um, I have a problem here.
0: Yeah. Uh, do you
1: know what my problem is?
0: Not right off. I'm too distracted by Jeff Foxworthy.
1: Okay. So, uh, my problem is two cops pull up. You know, Mother Pearl, this white guy looks like he's been pretty beat up. He's still alive. Back's not broken. Let's call the, let's call the, uh, call it in and get an ambulance here. What about those three black guys laying over there also beat up? Fuck them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did, who did we, them?
1: Did we forget about the three black guys who are still there laying in the street that this guy beat up?
0: Probably killed.
1: Right. <laughs> but we don't even mention them. They were like the thing, the catalyst that started all this that led to Shadowhog being there and we completely abandoned them <laughs> at the end of the story. <laughs> There's no resolution there. Like, oh yeah, well yeah, suck to be them. They shouldn't have been out gangbanging a night like this
0: <laughs> with their baggy clothes and the rap music. Give them hell, frakes. It's just some places you don't go, like the park. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jacks, Lieutenant Jax at Youngblood HQ, returning your call. Please scramble, and then oh, it's Chapel. Lou, listen up, pal. No one can. No can do on this, and we're up to our necks in it. I'm going to recommend someone to you. Jeff Foxworthy. Guy's name is Slaughter. Never heard of him? There's a reason for that. Trust me.
1: Uh, I'm assuming that Slaughter might be a creation by somebody else, just because right here it says special thanks to Keith Giffen and uh, Daniel Dunn, or Daniel Dunn? Daniel Dunn, yeah. Um... And yeah, this guy does, he looks like, (laughs) he does look like Jeff. I mean, he's got so many guns and grenades and (laughs) bullets and I like, it's, it's, it's so much. It's, it's way
0: too much. Uh, He's got a gun that was clearly modeled after a super soaker. It even has toys written here on the branding on the side. Oh, wow. Uh, And then he's got uh, lots of no hope stickers.
1: Yes. Um, this hope with, like, the big, like, no Ghostbusters symbol. I don't know why we call it the Ghostbusters symbol. It existed long before that. But the, uh, like, the the no hope symbol on it. This weird high, like, collar, collar that looks like a slug that he put around <laughs> his neck there. And then a button that says lowbrow.
0: Um, <sighs> Who Smoking a cigar. Uh-oh. No, that's, that's,
1: a, that's a cigarillo.
0: Oh, yeah. Probably an Al Capone brand. Uh Got his right ear pierced in the 90s. Whoa. Mirror shades. Uh, and uh wraparound mustache, man. Mm, yeah. He's uh Wow. Wow. And I like how they His just name is probably pronounced Slaughter. 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 I like how he's standing there. Like,
1: they show him there and he's taking this whole panel, but he's actually not even in the book. Like. It's just they're like I, you know, I'm gonna recommend someone to you, mm-hmm. and then it's like, bam, they show this picture of this guy, but it's not like they're actually cutting to him, like he's like, yeah, I'll take the case, or whatever. It's just a picture of him yeah. there, and it's overlapping the other panels in the thing. This is an ugly page. It really, it's a it really is a really ugly page. From it the is. like the panels at the top um, that are have the rounded edges. It's supposed to be the TV. And I do like how they should, they have, they, they have them like kind of free floating mm-hmm. to the last one, which actually isn't the TV. That's decent. I like that. I yeah. think that's kind of, that's kind of clever. And except for it's actually part of a bigger panel mm-hmm. that's not properly sectioned off. So it's like a full bleed panel with these like TV panel inserts that, that, that kind of destroys it all for me. Yeah. And yeah. then you've got these other like panel inserts, which are almost have like a film strip also with rounded edges. That are just there, yeah. but they don't need to be rounded edges because it's not like a TV thing like the yeah. other one was. Yeah. And then you've got Slaughter here um, that are just that's cutting into the film strip word balloons, the bigger <laughs> overhead word balloon, and he's not actually in the in the scene at all.
0: If you've ever given a racist AIDS during a superhero fight, you might be an image character.
1: (laughs) I was going to say ninja, but... (laughs) I
0: can't go that far. (laughs) So, um, there's too much negative space on this page. And I was saying on that opening opening splash that there was no negative space, nowhere for your eye to rest. Here, it's too barren. It's too sparse. There's, like, nothing three really big empty blocks of just like nothing mm. Slaughter's backdrop is still just a, a colored box mm-hmm. with a gradient which i mean that, that doesn't do much to really weigh it down when it's that empty
1: he needed an outline around him mm-hmm. he needed a full colored background behind him and he needed an outline yeah, to, yeah. to separate him from everything
0: else yes yeah, so like everything still, still would have been ugly but yeah like everything from here down could have been full color that, uh, a white outline around him would have helped a lot and then this panel here, instead of cutting off here at the top, it should have been full bleed all the way up. Uh, I agree. I mean,
1: yeah, they, sh- they could have, and that white part there, they could have given us some kind of textured background or something to make mm-hmm. like, wallpaper or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
0: Anything. God, anything.
1: Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's not, it's not good at all. No, uh, it's rough. And I kind of yeah. feel like, with, uh, with that, is that the, uh, they had more book left than story. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and so like I could do like four big panels here, but I'll just turn it sideways yeah. and I can get
0: it all done there. But the problem is this makes it 25 pages of story. It should be 24. Comics go in either 20, 22 or 24 pages, typically on a monthly book.
1: Except though that with, uh, with this. So you have generally have that, If you have ads, but there's no ads in this, it's all story. There was that ad for, um, the max and spawn early on. Um, but I think that's the only one, right? That's the only ad that we saw was right there. Yeah. And those are still even though. That's an even number of ads. But you don't have ads consistently throughout the book to where you've got twenty two pages of story and then eight pages of ads. Right. So we've got one, two, and then here we've got three, four, and then we've got these uh these pinups here. And then it's and then it's done. So
0: it's it So yeah, there's there's thirteen pages of filler content, which I mean that does bring it up to an even number that's there, so 38. uh yeah, yeah, twenty five story pages, thirteen ad pages. Uh, so yeah, they uh, they have a variable here where you can actually have a pull up cover and remove the mask yourself. And the debut debut of
1: Slaughter, I wouldn't really call that a debut, considering he doesn't do anything. I mean, at least even even in the, in the Hulk issue where Wolverine appears, he jumps out and he's like, you know, why don't you try tangling with me or something like that? Yeah, he's he's there in it. Um, you know, in the, um, even in the, the, the first full, um, like, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 299, the first appearance of Venom. Yeah. Right. And where he appears in it, he's doing something right. in the story in like that, that page, you know? Uh, but like these, um, that, that it's not, that's not really your first appearance. Yeah. Uh, I got. I so, got to find that that variant there with the the pull off. Yeah. Um,
0: well, that looks like it'll be just issue three. Is it issue three? Okay, it is issue three. Yeah. Which is weird because it's like this is the one where it's all a big deal that he took the mask off. Mm-hmm. Um, watch him take the mask off. <laughs>
1: well, I, I I do. I was gonna say I do. I do appreciate the fact that it's issue three because otherwise, if it was issue two, then I've got the reveal before I read
0: the story. Right. Right. So. Um. So then we have a gallery here. Chance Wolf, the inker, did both pencils and inks, and it looks actually better than...
1: I like that. It's kind of like a cross between a Mignola and a Texera.
0: Yeah. And I can see a little bit of Keith there with, like, the oh, yeah, you know, yeah. fast ink lines there. Um, of course, L- then little they... Giffen, too. Yeah. Yeah, I can see some Giffen there. Or some Bisley. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so there's they say, What would Shadowhawk look like if Inker Supreme, Chance Wolf, did both pencils and inks? Pretty hot, we'd say. Vavavavoom. Uh, we have George Perez. So we looked at this when we got the
1: book. This is yeah. a picture here, and at first I didn't, I didn't recognize George Perez's distinct style. Mm-hmm. But and then I kept looking at it. And I was looking at it, and I was like, you know what? I think the reason that I didn't immediately recognize it was that. It seems like the picture was drawn on like a smaller piece of paper. Yeah. And yeah. then it was enlarged to the point that some of the some of the, the uh the uh artistic traits that I would see with Perez right. were
0: lost as it was enlarged so much. Right, yeah. Yeah. Blowing stuff up really does not help at all. And it's the same thing with the next page too. And I don't think Perez did like that city backdrop. I think he just did like Shadowhawk running here and him tearing through the paper. And then they probably handled the coloring and stuff, and like dropped in the city to fill it out.
1: I've seen him do like a city backdrop kind of thing like that before oh, on, okay. on other books. I don't don't know that he drew it, but I've seen him do that as like a as an image thing Yeah, yeah. or
0: Well, I mean, this is this is a photo backdrop. Mm-hmm. That's that's blackened in. So that's that's what makes me think that he probably didn't do that specifically. Uh Let's see. We got Dale Keown. I'm assuming I pronounced that right. Yep, Dale Kion. Of Pitt.
1: Um And the, and, uh, and uh, Incredible Hulk, Dale Kion's uh...
0: His take isn't bad with, like, the purple. That's kind of cool looking.
1: Yeah.
0: And then we got letters, which we're not reading. <laughs> it's just those, those three pages of, uh, panels? I'm, yeah, yeah. I put of, back old there's,
1: stuff. There's Jim Valentino right there.
0: Ah, huh, there he is. Oh, Jim. Ha, <laughs> oh, Jim. <laughs> So yeah, um next we've got images of Shadowhawk and advertisement. Not sure what that's all about. That looks like a, a Bob Crumb panel for some mm. reason. But it's copyright Brad Foster, so I guess it's not a crumb. And hey, comics previews. So Oh, we could have bought Whoa! We could have bought uh Shadowhawk shirts. Back in the day. Yeah, glow in the dark. Oh,
1: dude, you think that's something? No, because we're, we're pretty much done here. We're going to sign off. But before we do, I want to show you something that's going to
0: blow your mind. All right. Uh,
1: just like, wow.
0: <laughs> and while you're getting that, hey, on the back is an advertisement for Larry Martyr's Bean World. Bean World's a better comic than this. You guys should read Bean World. Oh, Wow. <laughs> Don't don't waste your time on Shadowhawk. Just read Bean World.
1: Well, that ain't that something, you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let this ad on the back of this comic serve as a reminder that you could have spent your time doing something so much better.
1: For some reason, I always feel like Bean World was in an episode of... Uh, or... Of uh, Aquatine Hunger Force. But I, mean, I think it was something else, but I was always... Whenever I saw it, I always thought of Bean World, but... I don't think that's what it was, but probably not. But uh, it was something. I don't remember what. But it, whenever I saw it, it, always made me think of that for whatever right,
0: reason. Right? Yeah. Larry Marter. Um, his art is very different, but he reminds me a lot of like, uh, the Bodie Brothers. Just, just more for content, more than art style. Where it's like, here is these like really trippy visuals, and I'm I'm gonna create my own world with my own lingo kind of thing. But yeah, I really like Bean World. I've always heard about it, but I've never read it. Uh... Got to be in the right mood for it. Really? Yeah. I thought it was this book? But it's not. Hold on.
1: I got. I got to get this thing for you because it's uh, it's pretty amazing. When I show it to you, like I so said, you can be like, "What?" <laughs> and even then, when I was looking, I was I was I was kind of cursing myself because I was like, "Damn it, man! I could have like that would have been so awesome. I could have. I could have. I could have." But at the same time, though, there's no way I could have because I didn't have. The, the opportunity to to take advantage of it at the time, so I couldn't yeah. do anything
0: about it. But well, if if this isn't a high enough recommendation for Bean World on the back here, the uh, the the quotes, uh, the endorsements here are from Scott McLeod of Understanding Comics and Zot Fame, Dave Sim of Cerebus Fame, and Jeff Smith of Bone. Wow, the, that's some really good endorsement right there. That's oh, yeah. a really good endorsement, because those three are all highly respected geniuses of the comics field. So, yeah. Give Bean World a chance. There's, the N-word's not in there. so
1: now
0: I'm out. Had you right until that last minute. Um, I mean, like, it, it's good. There's no, uh, no fucked up panel layouts. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm just kind of doing a, a Christopher Walken Starburst thing here. <laughs> Sherry. Grape. You try it. Uh. Why are you not reading Bean World? <laughs> Larry Motta. be
1: in your house right
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> Larry Motta could be in your home talking to you about beans.
1: Oh come on! I gotta find this thing. And you know, I probably should have left it out, but I didn't think it was going to come back into play, so that's why I didn't bother leaving <laughs> it out. But, Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, so, gosh, I don't want to have to give up because I really want you to see it. And I don't want to tell you. It's it's kind of like the Matrix. You have to see it for yourself. But
0: uh, we'll revisit it sometime.
1: I'll, I'm sure I'll forget again if I don't find <laughs> it this time. But um, oh shit, it's right here! Oh it's sweet! Right in, the, right in the damn face. Um, yep. Yeah, here we go. Woo-hoo. So I want you to take a look at that back page there. All The inside back page. And uh, tell people what you're looking at, please.
0: Uh, no, in, the inside. Uh, oh, the inside page. cover. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, looks like it's an advertisement for uh, for original art pages. The original art of Jim Lee, J. Scott Campbell, and Adam Hughes. And uh, wow, that's fairly affordable. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Original Jim Lee Sky Campbell and Adam Hughes art pages were like um,
0: 200 piece. I'm seeing one for like 300, 200, 450. Here's a Jim Lee Defcon 4 variant cover for 600, which is understandable. It's a variant cover. Uh, that's a lot of money in variant covers even back then. Uh, but yeah, a I mean Gen 13 page for 275. Or I guess Gen 13. Yeah, Gen thirteen. Yeah, um, so the the character in Usagi was Gin. So
1: yeah, uh, but yeah, even even for that, like six hundred dollars
0: for a Jim Lee RPG. You, there's no oh, way it. you could never get that now. No, but uh, but yeah, like a, the Jim Lee Wizard thing. I mean, that's only three hundred. That's that's pretty whack. He's got some Kirby crackle on there. That's. uh... Jim Lee wildcats 8, page eight for two hundred dollars and you'd never get any kind of Jim Lee art piece at all for two hundred dollars now
1: yeah I know that's what I think is just crazy about it I was like what that's insane <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah well wow. so that was uh that was about as nineties as we could get hmm yeah now if you guys don't mind I'm gonna go and
1: uh, see if I can relax my flat top again.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, <old> life, held. <laughs> so uh, Jim Valentino moved on to to draw pages for the Sonic the Hedgehog Archie comic. Um, you remember when I was showing you the that video, the hottest chicks of the Sonic universe? Oh yeah, the hot chick heaven. And there was that, that full-page spread of Sally totally nude. By the way, I hated that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that hot <I'll> chick heaven. <laughs> if there was anything that had, had put like like a chink in our friendship, that, that was it. <laughs> that
0: was the most upset I've ever seen you. You handled Michael Melissa better than you handled that. But, uh, but yeah, there was that full-page spread of Sally totally nude. And she had like human proportions. Mm-hmm. Jim Valentino. So check this out. This guy wrote a letter to them,
1: uh, in, uh, in Shadowhawk. It was, related letter to, to Jim Valentino. It was, it was, uh, uh, put into, uh, printed in this issue of Shadowhawk. And he goes through and he's like, I know who Shadowhawk is. And it's like, uh, he's actually, I knew who he was in issue one, but I didn't have the proof then. I do now, right? And, uh, and so he goes to this whole thing about like, from like Young Guns, uh, Young Blood 2, um, extra image prelude to Shadowhawk number one. And he's like, point out like pages and panels. Shadowhawk number two, pages and panels. And then, uh, Shadowhawk number four. And he gets down and he's like, and there you go. Paul Johnstone is Shadowhawk. There's no doubt in my mind. What more need to be said except keep up the great work? Like well, this guy was seriously invested in Shadowhawk. Yeah. He was like. And here's the thing this guy did more detective work than yeah. Paul yeah. Johnstone ever Hawks would. Yeah. And what's even worse than that is that, and I just got to go back here, um, is that he says, Paul Johnstone says, and this is was absolutely horrible. <laughs> yeah. um, he's like, I'm no detective. I don't even like mystery novels. Far be it from me to figure out a clue. Um. But you used to be a lawyer, right? Yeah. Isn't part of being a lawyer, like putting pieces together, kind of like a mystery novel to be able to say your client was or was not guilty Mm -hmm. or innocent, be like, oh, hey- like, you're being charged with whatever it is, even if it's tax evasion. So now we've got to find the evidence or the proof to be able to say, no, you didn't do that. Isn't that kind of like a puzzle or a mystery? Don't you have to kind no of, big, in yeah. a sense,
0: get clues or pieces I to mean, be able to make your case? Wouldn't Perry Mason be considered, like, a mystery show, a mystery thriller? Uh, the original one? Yeah. I would kind of say, yeah. I don't think so. And Matt Locke. I mean, yeah. Matt <laughs> Where it was ain't be on the night of the
1: murder. Yeah, so so yeah, Paul Johnstone got fired because he had AIDS No, I think <laughs> he, I think he got fired because he was a shitty lawyer because he didn't want to put shit together. It's like you got your case all planned out. Case what case? Well, lawyer's gonna walk in and be like, lawyer, damn it, boom, drop the mic. <laughs> like what? Don't don't worry, about it. I got this handled and everything. What if they hire a lawyer too? No, no, there's gonna only one lawyer in a case. <laughs> <laughs> Just the R. Julius guy. No, no, just one lawyer. And I was actually thinking the guy from this Something About Mary is like, oh, no! No, it's just one lawyer! <laughs> one lawyer! It's all about one lawyer, man. <laughs> oh. Wow. So, yeah, trying to rewrite the narrative, huh, Paul?
0: Oh, it's because I got AIDS. <laughs> no, it's because, like, you never won a case. It's just, vert, just virtue signaling. They're like... <laughs> We can't do this. You can't keep coming to court without any evidence, without no with no exhibits or anything. He's like, this is because I got AIDS, isn't it? It's like, what? Oh my God, Paul, no, I had no idea. It's like, yeah, that's why. You're trying to fire me because I got AIDS. Or is it because I'm black?
1: <laughs> oh shit, it's because I'm black and I got AIDS. <laughs> you motherfuckers. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it.
0: <laughs> and he breaks his spine and quits. <laughs>
1: I knew it I knew it all my my friends kept telling me you should want to go go work for White Blanc and Chalk and I was like yeah there's no problem White Blanc
0: and
1: Chalk it'll be fine that just happens to be our names I'm Joey White (laughs) (laughs) this is Carlos Blanc (laughs) and this is Jennifer Chalk (laughs) that's just our names we started the firm oh Oh, right right Carlos Blanc <laughs> is Mexican. It's like, because you can't change a name.
0: <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> this was an emotionally draining affair. <laughs> I hope you guys stuck with us for this. this was I fantastic. hope you read along with this. I hope you got a copy of the book.
1: Yeah, please find a copy somewhere. Oh, um, uh, that's cause, uh I, oh, I mean I'm sure you can probably find it online somewhere to be able to read and some somehow you know but yeah it's well, there's, um there's
0: lots of places to read comics free online so. yeah
1: so it's um it's special man it's it is 90s. Uh, but again uh, oh I also like the cover here where he's revealing himself to somebody who just looks like an average guy. Yeah, but yeah. then we later figure out, you know, what well, we should have is a second reveal cover where it's like, it's like, and who is Shadow's Hawk? And, they, and he takes like the the mask off and underneath is like a hood. They're like, oh, he's a racist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can't see anything with this damn hood. <laughs>
1: Uh, But yeah, yeah, I thank you, Jim Valentino. We've poked a lot of fun at this book, but we do appreciate the fact that you were really trying to reach out to people at at a time where where we weren't, not that we're super tolerant now, but we weren't as tolerant then, we weren't as understanding then. Mm -hmm. And you were trying to push some of that, you know, in the form that you had. So that's kind of awesome.
0: Uh yeah, it, yeah, you know, our big thing is always we just want people to give a damn. We we want to see love and passion go into a project, and you clearly had that. Yeah. So even though we we did um we we did ride that pretty hard. Um <laughs> You know, we I we do, do it, we
1: this new it, this new <laughs> ride Shadowhawk.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> My did, name is TurboA2. 182 We did this did appreciate- is how I ride Shadowhawk. <laughs>
0: We did appreciate the heart that went into the project. We'll say that. And, uh, <laughs> I appreciate you
1: really trying to finish that. You're like, no, I'm not going to let you derail me.
0: <laughs> I've at least got to finish one coherent thought here. So, so yes, we do appreciate the heart that went into it, but, uh, we're still going to make fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're like those school bullies where it's like, Hey man, I really appreciate you standing up to me. Still gonna kick the shit out of you and stuff you in a locker, but I appreciate you having the courage to say no. <laughs> yeah. You got heart, kid.
1: <laughs> I tell you what, you know, when I come by to get like your your lunch money from now on, if I have enough money, I'll leave you a fifty cents. <laughs> you can at least buy a carton of milk. <laughs> Yeah, I may beat you up later and take that. At least you got the pleasure of buying your lunch. Oh, but yeah, it's uh, I, this is this actually. I have to find another issue. We'll be a funny. I'm assuming yeah. you want a copy because this is my copy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is my copy of Shadowhawk Hawk too. There are many like it, this one is mine, and it, it does it has like earned a special place in my collection.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was very glad to see that you bought that at the con, so. <laughs> This has been a doozy. Um, this was fun. This was. This was. This was probably some of the best laughs we've had all weekend. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Hey, thanks everybody for giving us a listen. I don't think we were expecting to get a two parter out of this, but boy did we. Yeah, man. So um, <laughs> <laughs> my name is Turk One Eighty Two,
1: and uh, you can find me here uh, on <laughs> our mom's secret funny. Always with the Comey, uh, just talking about random stuff. You can also find me on the other comic book podcast, uh, in the gutters that I do with Walkcrawler One. Uh, now would actually be a good time to talk about the fact that uh, we're actually going to be taking a uh, little bit of a winter holiday break. Yeah, yeah. So, um, we will, uh, we'll be breaking, um, after Thanksgiving. And, uh, so we'll be kind of uh, out for the month of December. But we will be back first thing uh 2021, provided the world's still here.
0: <laughs> and if it's
1: not, we have actually we have already had a conversation that if the world does look like it's coming to an end, or maybe even our corner of the world is coming to an end, we plan on live streaming a podcast all the way to the end. Yep. Till the lights go out and the mic turns off. <laughs> so, you know, if nothing else, man, you can find us there.
0: Yeah, baby. And uh I've been a Comey. Um you can find me uh pretty much anywhere on social media at Comey draws. And uh beyond that, you know, I'm I'm out making making my dad proud and carrying on his work just like Ma taught me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So by the way, um I
1: uh I see you got the outline for the neck tag. When are you gonna get it filled <laughs> in? <again? laughs> it's the Shadowhawk emblem. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh so yeah man and of course uh, turk 182 you can find me on uh, twitter and instagram uh at the uh, turk 182 underscore ke <laughs> uh, so thank you all for joining us here on uh on our mom's secret funny and uh, we will see you all next
0: time right yeah i guess so yeah. after they come back <laughs> <laughs> it's on them bye everybody Alright uh, there folks, that was our moms think we're funny. Let's uh let's give 'em a hand.